from days of long ago comes a legend. You have walked into the room of Fireback Radio. You can find us online at firebackradio.com. And of course, I'm your host, Brother Marquise. All right, once again, this is Brother Marquise, and you're listening to firebackradio.com. I am just not myself. I'm, I'm over, I'm just so over it right now with this uh, happening in New South Wales. Uh, in reference to the government fining young people thousands of dollars thousands of dollars because they violated some sort of weird pro- uh, COVID protocol now you already know how I feel so I figured we'll take a journey to the source so let's go shall we let's go to the land down under on the phone with me is a young lady in which whom I've met several thousand years ago. And uh, she lives down there. So welcome, Marianne, to the show. Marianne, how are you doing today? Yes, quite good, thank you. Quite good. So you are you are well aware of this article uh, came to me from The Guardian. And um, I just need to get your reaction from this. What says you? Well, I'm quite horrified, actually, because uh, reading through the article, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite disturbing. First of all, in the beginning of the article, it, it talks about finding children between the age of 10 and 17 and asking, well, to pay a fine between $1,000 and $5,000 which obviously these children have no means of paying. Um, but they're suggesting that these children work. Right. Work to pay the fine. How on earth is that? It's, first of all, it's illegal to have a child in the workforce or any type of work under the age of 16. Um, and here we have our government forcing these children to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And reading the article further, it's more prominent in the lower social economic areas where we have um, most of our Indigenous people. Mm, really? Uh, you you honestly, don't say. Seriously. Now, they have absolutely no, no way of paying this. Even their parents. Their parents cannot step forward to help pay and um, so obviously they're all in fear which creates a lot of uh, unease and uh, it's just a very very bad scenario first of all I believe that it's going to cost well what they're saying is that each child will have a sponsor Mm -hmm. now it's going to cost more money to have a sponsor support that child through paying that debt that it is going to be for the debt. Wow. But we're talking about government, though, so that's how they operate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but then we, the people, will be paying for it. 
All of it. Yeah, which is just wrong. It's just complete. Yeah, I am so upset and disturbed about this. It's 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 all wrong. The whole thing. So what else? What else has happened? Has happened over in Australia that you wouldn't mind telling me about? Because mm. I, well, I know that there's been there's been a lot of interesting things like in Australia. You guys don't really have a COVID epidemic going on. You guys don't have a no. problem necessarily. Well, everything's being taken off the table, so we're free to move around from country to country, in and out, without um, any uh, mandates. Right. However, it's it. I, I just find it uneasy to even consider flying overseas because they could just put that back in place at any moment. So many people, families, friends have been stuck overseas and in other states for a very long time. That's right, because not in the not-too-distant past, um, you couldn't cross state lines because of the restrictions. So I, I think I saw somewhere where there was a somebody in on one side that needed some blood and blood was coming from another state. So they literally had to stop at the state line and do a handoff. Yes. Unbelievable. And, and yeah. And then there's problems once they get to the state line, because the person handing it over has got to either go over the line or the person receive it's got to go over the line. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's just, um, Ridiculous, the whole setup. However, a, a friend of a friend has been stuck over in the eastern states for two and a half years. They haven't been able to come back until recently, but because they have been there for such a long time, they've actually decided to reside there. <laughs> so they've come back in this short time, packed up and moved over there. Wow. Yeah, so, um, you know, when when things like this happen, there is no assistance from government. The government um, is the problem. The government is the problem. Mm. E- even, like, getting back to these children. I mean, children are children are children. You know, how many times do we have to speak to our children to enforce them to clean their room or whatever and and then government think that they are going to force these children to uphold a law that they don't comprehend it, it doesn't make sense so what there we have it so how how is it and i'm i'm gonna have to ask this question often but <clears throat> how is it that a government which is not a government actually there are no governments uh-huh. who, who literally stand by themselves because because the government is has a body of people yes to exercise and execute whatever the policy is my question then is how is it that you can get regular people like you like myself how can you get regular people to go on behalf of the government to enforce an unlawful guideline mandate how how is that? I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to ask that question here, but we learned. I mean, for me anyway, I learned about that in history class because, uh, you know, how do you have, you know, during World War II and all the bad stuff that happened in Germany, 
Uh, how how would I before Hitler be next door neighbor to a Jew or whomever? And I've known that family for years. And all of a sudden Hitler comes along and now Hitler changes it up. And now I am now at war with my neighbor. I would rather, I mean, we are regular people subject to propagandized fear from a tyrannical government. However, if there is no compliance, then the government has no power. Well, and that's very true. And that is very true. Everybody says, I'm not wearing a mask and it won't be happening. But uh, seriously, it's causing a lot of problems amongst family and friends. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, people are no longer friends or (laughs) have fewer or lesser family members in their family. You're either 100% in or 100% out. And if you're not in, well, you're just a baddie. You're a conspiracy theorist. So the the thing is, is that um, I try to educate people to look at both sides, Mm -hmm. read both sides, uh, and then make an informed decision. Right. But don't just read one or listen to one. Do everything. And they are not willing to even do that. Why is that? I truly believe that it's it's come from education in the schools way back. I uh, listened to some um, politicians that are on the outside, so to speak, um, have a discussion um, way back where um, it was policy. If you didn't, if you didn't, if you weren't left. You weren't going to pass if you were in um, university. So it, it started a long time ago and it came in very softly, very softly over the years. And I know for myself how I brought my children up and how we all thought and how we sat around the table and how we spoke about worldly things and then... <clears throat> as they grew up and left home and started their own families, everything changed. And it left me very bewildered Mm. and um, not quite understanding what happened. Right. But that is basically when they leave home and they go out into the workforce, there's, there's more influence than at home. And that influence, I believe, takes over because it, um, it's, it's their lifestyle. Yeah. It's their income. It's their family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, I'm, and they, they just don't want to let that go. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still stuck, though, at just regular people. You know, just just regular people. I mean, yeah. we could we could talk about this whole we could, we could talk about the LGBTQ movement movement and how it seemed like there was just a, a sudden switch to where a heterosexual man would not consider, would not even put his put anything into a movement, but all of a sudden that same man 
is trying to raise his child like a his little boy, like a girl. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Just yesterday, you know, just last month, you, you yeah. knew what a man, what a girl, what a boy, what a woman was. And now, yes. and there's, to me, I think there has to be some sort of um, spiritual element to all of this when people apparently don't know right from wrong when it comes to mm. things like that, you know? When when yes. it's when it's so plain to see, and yet um, one day they're one way, the next day they're they're something else. But still, looking at all of the the quote unquote law enforcement people who have to go through and try to enforce a mandate, they don't even realize that a mandate is not even law. No, it's not law, and, and, unless you consent. And that's the mandate, and so you yeah. can't force. It's illegal for you to force. To force consent. That's yeah. that's rape. You know, yes. dep- depending on what you're doing, yeah. that's that's kind of rape. That's rapish. Yeah. Well, it is. It is. And, and you know, I spoke to a, a, a gentleman and tried to inform him on a lot of the issues that are going on. And then he... He informed me he was going to have uh, the inoculation... And uh, and I said, are you serious? After after all the information that I've given you and the conversations and and his comment was, the government wouldn't lie to us. <laughs> I, 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 I was stunned. Look. <laughs> Okay, for those for those who have been waiting for this moment, we all know what question that I'm about to ask. And that is, what kind of weed was he smoking? God only <laughs> when you have full faith and confidence in government, you're the same one who would hold a gun up to a, an unarmed person's head because you think that they're in violation of some sort of governmental mandate. You're yes. the, that's the same person. Yes. That's the same I, person who, who who starved out millions in concentration camps. Mm. That's the same person. Yes. Unbelievable. What what about what about the uh I've been hearing over the last year or so that there have been Situations where young people have been uh, coerced by government to get the shot, and I think they were they were paying they were paying people. I mean, yes. kids, whether they have parental consent or not. Do you know anything about yes. that? Yes, a lot of schools around the city that I live in, they were offering children. Money, fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. One child actually went back and had a second one because he wanted another fifty dollars. Holy smokes! Um, yeah, and what was happening too was that it it was very secretive. The buses would come in, collect all the children, take them to a secluded uh, venue, and have it done. What? And yep, they would all get the jab. Um, and then um, there were videos taken of children that had 
adverse reactions, uh, which they tried to squash. Um, no, no, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't try to squash. They squashed. They <laughs> did squash. Yes, <laughs> they squashed. Yeah, so that type of thing was going on big time, yeah. big time. And all the children at school now—they're all wearing masks. I've seen children in pre-primary school, which is like four years old. They're all muzzled. Yeah. Yeah. So wrong. So so wrong. So. So um, I. So I take it. Uh, you don't agree necessarily with government. In this situation, absolutely not. Mm. Any other situations like that one where, where somebody's being paid? Because I know here in this country, it was bad when when at the at the worst that I've heard it. And I'll, I'll run it down. And for those who, who listen to Fireback Radio, you already know what I'm talking about. Uh, judges were giving criminals less lesser sentences oh, yeah. Yeah. if they got the the shot yes if you were already in jail yes. you would get like uh because i know sometimes people can put money on your on your tab while you're in jail well government they were like adding food items like you'll get an extra pack of ramen Woo-hoo! yeah yeah if you if you got it and i'm not now wow. now i'm not just pulling this out of thin air this is actual stuff yeah i mean yeah we had lottery going on you know free lottery tickets they were had money drawings they were giving i think in west virginia they were giving away pickup trucks i mean i mean it it was so ridiculous it and people just bought into it like i mean we're talking about donuts look you're giving a free free donuts beer Uh uber rides I yeah. think the last thing I heard was a, was sandwiches, and all yeah. of that was given to you if you could prove that you got the shot, or if you're getting the shot, they would hook you up. That's how bad it was. And to hear, even in your country, yeah. that young kids are are being bribed, basically bribed, yeah, for money, they don't yeah. understand the consequences. And and no. it is being done without parental consent. That's yes. the other thing too that just kind of blows my mind. Yeah, I I um, have a friend who had um, her child in school. The child was kept at home, but her friend they took they went to school. The child went to school and told the teacher with a note that they weren't going to have the jab. Then the girl that stayed home, her mother was told that she needed to go to school and she needed to also attend where they all lined up and that's where she needed to say she wasn't having the jab. Yeah, right. Mm. Can you, like these children, when they get intimidated, that they, that they get confused because that, that is, you that have is why. the parents who are saying no, and then you've got the authorities at school that are saying you have to. And it's not fair on the children. It it is so unfair on the children. The other thing, too, that um, went on, I don't know if it's still going on, was coupons. If you uh, went into a draw to win something or, like, um, and, and you won... You had to make sure that 
in, in the terms and conditions that it didn't say that you would have the COVID shot. Because if you accepted the gift, you accepted the shot, whether you got it now or in 12 months' time. Wow. Or whenever. Yeah. So um, that happened to a lot of people as well. By accepting the gift, whether it be money or food or whatever. Yeah, unbelievable. So bribing, same, same deal. But it's like they would definitely always come after the kids specifically because they're in that developmental stage. And so if you can capture them early, mm-hmm. when they get to be an adult, they're already swayed because you got them at an early age. Yes. And you, yes. Can, you can look around and see how that is done with... Uh, with, with everything, whenever whenever people have something new, highly suspect, subjective, or whatever, they always go after the kids. I mean, besides that's that is that is how you you mold the future. You go after the yes. kids. My my yes. problem is, I mean, getting back to the LGBTQ, is that they're doing it there too. I mean, how is it that you're going to have a drag queen go and read to very impressionable young people if you are not yes. trying to have an agenda and then and then with this you're pressuring them to say yes and we all know young kids are 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 easy to bend and they're easy to break and so of course if you go after them they're going to break and but where are the lawsuits where are the lawsuits i hadn't heard it even here i hadn't heard anything here about lawsuits. I think the only thing that, that I've been hearing is that now more people are talking. But yes. when we were going through this, anybody who had something contrary to say to say outside of the mainstream media was mm-hmm. was squashed. Even even the the lady who was her and a group of doctors were talking about how great ivermectin was. Yeah. They called this woman crazy and they, they called her some sort of freaking witch because she was from africa (laughs) and and it's crazy but like now we're seeing all this ivermectin you were hearing about the benefits of ivermectin and now it's like so who's gonna go to jail that's my question how do we how do we jail these people i mean it's it's almost it's almost like saying uh like for instance my president or let me say the United States president Biden. Yes. Uh if if he and or any other president, if they were doing anything illegal, who is gonna come and arrest him? Yeah. Or do we just suffer through and wait four years until we get another president? Or do we have somebody with I don't know, power? And I keep power. hearing about the military. Military yeah, this, military. military that, but yet nobody in the military has went against the grain and locked these people up for doing what they're doing. And yet everybody knows it's dirty, but nobody with the authority is doing anything. Exactly. Yeah, there's definitely something amiss here as far as that goes. Yeah. Because it should have happened a long time ago, and it hasn't. And um, this should have all been over and done with. Done and dusted. Yeah. I I actually um, heard a gentleman speak the other day and he said he had been overseas for 72 days 
Uh, he was in Europe. He travelled all through Europe. And he said, why isn't anyone wearing masks? And they said, no, that, that's all gone. And what about the, and he said, the C word. And they said, no, no, that's all gone. We just live our days and we just get on with life now. And he said it was the most peaceful time he has had being away in those 72 days. He said he steps foot off the plane back in this country and it's um, mainstream media, fear, 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 fear. He said there's nothing but fear on TV. Everything is COVID, everything is new strains and blah, blah, blah. He said everyone is being conned. Everyone. Yeah. And it's time they woke up. Who's making money? Yeah. That's the question. Who is making money? Oh, that's that's the easy answer. Yeah. Those who are producing the cocktail that folks that's are right. gonna stick into your body. They that's right. And what's crazy is this the stuff doesn't even work. Exactly. I mean if they the, tell you the, if they tell you, hey, you're gonna put some gasoline in, in your car and your car starts and runs for five minutes and shuts off, you're going to be questioning, okay, what was I putting in my tank? Yes. Yes. And you're paying for the damage too. And you're paying for the damage. And and you'll get a hefty bill. I know all about that. I've worked in that industry. So, yes, definitely. So I know somebody in my family who had a PCR test and was actually damaged Mm. because... uh, the person that performed the PCR test um, really did not have any experience, um, just pushed the stick way too far, broke the blood-brain barrier, and um, he is still leaking fluid. And, and for those brain. who don't know, for those who don't know, that, that PCR test, that was the, the, the cotton swab Yes. You know, they'll take a, a foot long cotton swab on a stick mm-hmm. and shove yes. it up your nose. And I've had it done once and I promised myself I would never have that crap done again. Because no. because number one of how it felt. And after it afterwards it felt like somebody punched me in my eye. And oh. then as I did the research about it, I heard about what you had just said happened. To that yeah. member in in your in your group or your family, and yeah. when they stick that thing so far up your nose, it will, you it it. I mean, you go straight to the brain through the nose. Yes, you do. Holy smokes! And they're still leaking, and there's no there's no band aid for that. No. no, no. I mean, unless you go and get stitches or something, but even that, you may cause more damage. You can't stitch yeah. that up. That's not no. You, you know what that? That's correct. You know what that seems like. It seems like you need a a bio bandage. You know what I'm saying? Mm. A a a micro suture, so, yes. something that is uh, almost kind of like the thing that when when you go and get your hernia uh, pushed back in, and they they'll put a little tape over your spot over there and glue it. I don't know what they you know. That's what that yes. re- that's what that seems like. But I don't know how they would do that. Because that's a delicate spot right there. Yeah. I mean, that that would be microsurgery, obviously. Yeah. 
But, um, you know, when, when you're still suffering two years later and nothing's being done because of all the denials and it, it's a very... It's a very difficult road to take to prove that that's what that person did. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so the, so so that's so that's dug. the game. That's the game. It's like, well, we don't yeah. know what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those cotton buds um, have. I've listened to medical people, many, several different people. Um, speak of that PCR test, the cotton bud mm -hmm. swab, and uh, they don't work. And and they're, I've seen them in the packages. They're all predetermined, negative or positive. Wow. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. So I would not let anyone touch me with one of those. I know that people have travelled overseas from here, have been told that they need one X amount of days before, one at the airport and then two at the other end, one when they arrive and one when they come out of solitary confinement. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's 14 days imprisonment. So that was two here, two there. Uh, on arriving over there in the two weeks, even the one-year-old child, um, so... All of them had to have six. Six, six. in total. Yes. You know, you know what I call child. that? You know what I call that? I call that Russian roulette. 100%. I mean, all it takes is one. And the yes. if, if, if you didn't get popped the first time, oh, we're going to do it again and try it again. It's almost like they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. So in your opinion, what's, what's the end game of all of these here shenanigans that's happening in your country? Oh, wow. Um... Oh, the end game? That yes. goes even deeper. It does. Rabbit hole time. How far does it go? Well, they've been wanting to... Australia is very isolated. We have no other countries bordering us. Mm -hmm. So there are other countries and governments that would really like to have this country. And if you read Agenda 20 and 2020 and 2030, it will tell you the Chinese want this country and that's why they're doing what they're doing, Holy in my goodness. opinion. Yeah, yeah. So anybody who is uh, who has ears to hear and eyes to see and hands to turn a page, I mm. mean, Agenda 20, 20, Agenda 30. Uh, agenda 2020 and Agenda 2030. 2030, yeah, Agenda 2030. Australia. Yeah, that's that right there is some crazy reading, I'm sure. And yes. um, we're going to get deeper into that as we go along. Marianne, thank you for your time on today's show. I appreciate you. I know it's probably well into the night where you are right now. Yes, it's one fifteen on the AM side. So, thank you very much, and uh, welcome. Hopefully, I can get you on so we can do it again. Sure. When we come back, we have another Australian waiting on the line to toss his feelings, truths, and observations into the conversation as we travel deeper down the rabbit hole right here on FireBackRadio.com. <laughs>
people all over are looking for healthier options. My first recommendation is to visit naturalfrequencystore.com. That's where you will find healthier options from CBD to weight loss. These are patented, wearable frequency technologies, so there are no messy drops or bad tasting concoctions. Everything is based on energy and frequency. So head on over to the Natural Frequency Store. That is naturalfrequencystore.com. Naturalfrequencystore.com. This one's called Gauge Your Fear. Fear will move the mountains of men, driving them into the deepest depths of despair. If it is used properly, fear will cultivate cowards. Fear is used to control souls, lowering the spirit of life, where there is no hope, no savior, or no God. Fear, the control mechanism of those who seek power over people, the bully, the police, the government. Fear also challenges everyone to take the next step of action. Propaganda is used to guide fear into his unwitting prey, which is you and me. Fear is derailed with unpopular questions asked. Fear takes a complete U-turn when a population sees the puppet master behind the propaganda machine. Fear halts when real knowledge is applied and solutions are formed and the people are re-empowered. Fear, alongside with its masters, are arrested. Gauge your fear. You have walked into the room of Fireback Radio. You can find us online at firebackradio.com. And of course, I'm your host, Brother Marquise. All right, today we're talking with Rob about the, uh, the Australian government is wanting to find young people between the ages of 10 and 17 years old they're actually finding them. Why do you ask? Simply because of they may have violated some weird COVID law, like not wearing your mask properly. And what's happening is we're talking about thousands of dollars that these young people have to pay back. There was a recent article in The Guardian that basically said that that the kids could just work it off they could work off their fines now what do you mean work off their fines that doesn't even make sense what is so is that like is that like uh public service doing your service to the public or is that just a form of slavery that's my question 
That is my question. So with me, because you know I know people, I got Rob. Rob, how you doing today, sir? Yeah, good morning to you, Marquise. And of course, it's uh, evening over here. And uh, great to chat with you again. Absolutely. Did did you get a chance? I mean, well, well, first of all, have you heard about these COVID laws? I, I'm, 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 I'm certain you have. Have you heard about that? Yes, yes. Yep, heard about the, the COVID laws, the uh, the mandates, uh, pretty much a full bottle on everything that goes on over here uh, within the uh, the uh, pharmaceutical industry, uh, the TJ, which is the uh, Therapeutical Goods Association, who control all the uh, the drugs incoming and manufactured uh, drugs in, in Australia incoming from overseas. Uh, they... Uh, put their uh, stamp of approval on it or uh, disapprove of it. And unfortunately, uh, with the, uh, the the vaccinations that they're bringing into this country and, of course, every other country throughout the world, is that they uh, bringing in a deadly poison uh, which uh, will harm and does harm uh, your body. Uh, it's, a, it's a bio weapon uh, which has uh, been created by... Uh, the, as I say, the elitists, I think I might be able to mention a few names there, uh, Rothschilds, uh, Klaus Schwab, and uh, a few other of his uh, underlings. And, uh, yes, yeah, so look, at the end of the day, we have a situation here which is not very good with the children over in New South Wales uh, between ages of 10 and 17 being fined for, A, not wearing masks, be not wearing the uh, correct masks and uh, just basically saying, look, you know, we, we don't believe in this uh, COVID situation, uh, so we're not going to wear the masks. And subsequently, uh, they've been fined from between $1,000 and $5,000. Now, uh, now I've seen some of the, I, I have a list right here. I have a list and I, I'm just going to read some of this, some of this off. This is a, uh, Kind of ridiculous. And some of this stuff we've seen here in the States, but I don't think here in the States have reached a certain magnitude as, as all of this. So it's it's not comply not complying with the notice direction, fail to comply with self-isolation direction, uh, not wear mask coverings indoor area, non on a non-residential premise, not wearing a fitted face covering. Uh, in 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 the public transportation waiting area, not complying with a curfew, failure to comply with any other ma- uh, mask directive. One of my favorites is unlawfully participating in an outdoor gathering. <laughs> I mean this yeah. this stuff this stuff is ridiculous. I mean this is all ridiculous. Like for instance, tra- traveling from a metropolitan. This is. Travel from metropolitan Sydney area to New South Wales outside yeah. area. Fifteen year old yeah. or younger not wear or carry a face covering. So you can get fined. Not not even if you don't have one, Correct. you can get fined. Correct. This is what they call medical tyranny. You know, this is their excuse to to put the hammer down on the common people uh, as a as a form of control. But we're talking control. about. Yeah, but we're talking yeah. about children 
And and this is this is funny. On the theguardian.com, it says COVID-19 penalty notices issued to children ages zero to seventeen. <laughs> From zero to seventeen. I wonder. If somebody has gotten a fine for a one-year-old child, I'm just curious if they find a one-year-old child. I, I don't. I don't. Can you possibly explain? Can you possibly explain? I understand the government probably has gotten taken over by some other entity, but can you possibly explain? how a common person who works in government or who works in law enforcement can possibly try to execute a mandate when a mandate is not a law. And we've had this issue in this country where we have law enforcement officers trying to trying to enforce a mandate. And I'm and I'm telling them you are a law enforcement. A mandate is not a law, so therefore there is no enforcement. And if you put your hands on me, I'm suing you, your family, and everybody. So so I don't understand how people, because you know just as well as I do, without the execution of a population, you will not have any control. So a government, a standing government can say anything. But people work in the government. So how is it that, so the question is, in your opinion, how is it that regular people can try to execute an unlawful order? The thing is, Marcus, at the end of the day, we don't really have uh, what we call an Australian government uh, that was formed under the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. We, we have been taken over since uh, 1972 uh, from the Whitlam and the Bob Hawke era uh, as Prime Minister of Australia. They sold, they sold Australia out to a corporation, right? And that corporation is registered in Washington, D.C. So uh, if we, if, no matter what we do, uh, as far as the Australian Constitution goes, uh, it's basically been wiped off, off the uh, the face of Australia because it, it, it is now a governed under a corporate law, not under Commonwealth law. Yeah, I, I, I get that because the United States. So yeah, so we get a we get a situation where we know mm -hmm. as Australians what is right and what is wrong, but when even with the mandates that uh, the premiers and the prime ministers and the the TGAs and the uh, the medical authorities push out, uh, as you just mentioned not long back, is that they really have uh, no uh, no power, no force. They have no proof because the the vaccinations, in in one word, uh, that. That's just a trial situation, which ends apparently in 2023. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, uh, I mean, I, I, ever since it started, uh, I, I think I've worn a, worn a mask for maybe two hours in the last two and a half, three years. <laughs> right. and, I, and, I've, and I've been into shopping centres and uh, I've been in public places and and whatnot. And look, uh, I'm a healthy uh, 70 year old male. And uh, I've not contracted any COVID, any sickness, any illness. 
apart from just having a mild flu symptoms. And, you know, I, I mean, walk in shopping centres and, and, and whatnot. They say, oh, where's your mask? I go, sorry, I'm not wearing it. Well, you have to. I said, no, I don't. Legally, I do not have to. I said, you read the Constitution, you read the laws, I do not have to abide by that. And uh, nine times out of ten, I get them baffled, and, and so do many other people here, and we just walk in, go and do our shopping or whatever, and we just go home. And we have we have no side effects, no after effects. So basically what we have, we have a country that has been brainwashed through mainstream media because they push it every day, wear masks, do this, social distancing, 1.5 metres, this, that and the other. I mean, it, it's just absolutely stupid. And, you know, unfortunately, I've lost three good friends over this uh, scenario where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll stipulate my, my thoughts and, and whatnot because I do study it. You know, they, they go, look, hey, Robbie, you're just a conspiracy theorist. And I go, no, look, I'll send you information, you read it, and then you come back to me. And right. one of them had. So with, with this, with the children, I mean, uh, my uh, my boy, he still goes to school. You know, unfortunately, there at school, he has to uh, go by the uh, the laws, the rules, is wear a mask. And a lot of people, a lot of the children, wearing, having to wear a mask in class all day, they struggle with it. Yeah. Uh, they, when, as soon as they get out of the classroom, it's rip off the mask so that they can breathe some fresh air. Right. But, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much where you go. But in, in, in other avenues, there seems to be a, uh, a loose rule for some and a very tight rule for others. You can go to establishments where no one's wearing masks. Uh, you go to uh, uh, hospitals. Uh, within the hospital, uh, a lot of the staff, if they're out of public eye, they don't wear masks. You know, so uh, you ask yourself, where does it all stem from? And then uh, I had my mother in hospital not uh, long ago. She asked uh, one of the uh, physicians, uh, do you have uh, the COVID here? And he goes, what do you mean? What, what are you talking about? You know, COVID. And he goes, look, lady... Uh, he says, uh, we uh, we don't know nothing about it. We don't have COVID patients here. <laughs> wow. Yep, yeah. yeah, so mum thought that was a bit strange. And then uh, she did ask uh, another doctor and basically got the same answer. And then uh, the nurses that were uh, looking after her, they said, uh, you know, Maria, uh, have you been uh, vaccinated? <laughs> she goes, you've got to be joking. And... Uh, and she says, uh, and while I'm in here, you're definitely not going to jab me. Wow. And uh, the, the nurses have said, look, we have no intentions of doing that. You know, that that's your choice and we, we respect your choice. Wow. So, uh, see down, see down yeah. in your, in your, in your country, this whole COVID thing is, is a bit different. You guys haven't seen much of any, much if any COVID down there. Yeah. And so... You know, some people would say that your government is just trying to get ahead of it. But if there's no fire, then why are you calling the fire department if there's no fire? You know, you know well, that's, that's exactly right. And I mean, unfortunately, we have people in uh, senior positions within within the government, and uh, we—I uh, mean, I, I know of uh, two of them. 
that have not been uh, in this position for uh, that long. And I mean, so their 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 uh, base uh, income about three hundred and fifty four hundred thousand dollars a year, which is not bad for a politician, right? Of course. And uh, you know they they've, they've come into whatever form of uh, government uh, with their portfolio, and you know. But they're worth maybe eight, nine hundred thousand, a million, one point two million Aussie dollars, and then three, four, five years down the track, uh, you're hearing, oh, uh, such and such just bought uh, a home for eight million dollars. Uh, such and such just bought a home for twelve million dollars, and you've got to ask yourself, okay, well, a lot of people say, where they get the money from? I said, easy, simple, simple explanation. They get it from the pharmaceutical companies. You know, a lot of that, a lot of that is going on. A lot of politicians mm. are, are being paid off. A lot of yes. And, and what people don't know, I know in this country, I don't know about yours, but in this country, the hospitals were getting paid for each COVID patient to walk into their door. And then they would get a bonus if they were put on ventilators. And then they would get other, yeah, they would get other bonuses for certain other things as well. And that means that you're incentivizing, polishing the numbers. So if somebody just came in with a sniffle, it's auto, it's almost automatic that they were going to get posit, a positive COVID uh, thing back. That is, that, that is correct. But you know that the PCR tests, et cetera, 99.9% of those, they'll give you a positive reading anyway. But, well, the, uh, the guy who, from from my remembrance, the gentleman who created the PCR test said that that the PCR test is not supposed to be used for testing for COVID like it's being done. And right, and right. if I'm not mistaken, he actually put that out on, on I think he did it on Facebook and Facebook banned him. <laughs> they, they cut him yes, off. So, what's... Well, I mean, I... <laughs> I, I've been banned on Facebook that many times, probably this year already, 28 times. And, uh, you know, hey, a person's got to be honest. And, and, and uh, if you're going to report something, do it honestly and, uh, you know, be diplomatic about it. But, you know, obviously the fact checkers at Facebook, that aren't uh, like you telling the truth. And I had the opportunity four or five times to send them an email back telling them exactly what I thought of them. And, uh, yeah, then they plugged another 30 days on me. So hey, anyway, but look, at the end of the day, we have a uh, serious situation over here. Uh, how long, uh, how much further it's going to go, I'm not quite sure. Our Premier in this state, uh, since he, uh, uh, well, since, since the, uh, the, the, the new government got in and the Prime Minister came over here, they had a chat together and... Uh, with this uh, premier, and uh, he jetted off overseas. Uh, so did uh, the prime minister, and then the uh, the premier has come back, and we've not heard iota from him since he's been back. So I feel that somewhere, somehow, maybe he's been muzzled, because the only statement that he made when he came back was that. About 45 kilometres uh, northeast of Perth, we have a, a little town called Bullsbrook. Mm -hmm. And uh, just out of the, uh, the Bullsbrook uh, area, probably at three or four kilometres out of town, uh, 
uh, which is near the uh, Royal Australian Air Force Base, is a what they're saying is a COVID detention centre, uh, which holds uh, apparently two, two or three thousand people. Right. That came in at a cost of just over two hundred odd million dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, the premier, when he came back, someone asked one of the reporters asked him, "So, what are you going to do about it?" with this new detention centre, and he said, oh, I don't think we'll call it a detention centre. He said, uh, we'll be getting uh, a certain amount of workers from overseas and that's where we'll be housing them. Oh. And so straight away we knew that that was a load of crock. But going around unconfirmed, but I have seen a video, is that these units uh, have a... Uh, air conditioning system in it, but they also have a ducting system uh, for gas. I saw that. I did. I did see that. Yeah, I, I did see some video where there was somebody yeah. walking around, and and like you said, he has the HVAC, and then there's a separate line for gas, and it is um, thing. Things are getting a little squirrely. That was a one, that was one lady who I think she was actually in one of those camps. Because they wouldn't let her out. And she was actually sitting out on the front. And they have patrols walking through this compound. And the com- and, and the patrols had told her that she needed to go inside. And she was literally just sitting right outside the front door on a on like a, an, a porch area with just getting some shade well, or whatever. That's correct. Well, there's one place is uh, Christmas Island just off the coast of WA. And then there was another one which was uh, either the top end of WA or just inside the Northern Territory Mm -hmm. where they had one of these camps, but that was uh, uh, mainly for the Indigenous people. Uh, I do think it was uh, the Northern Territory side. And uh, a video came out on that where uh, she was told she was not allowed. I think she's only allowed within 10 metres of, of her unit. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. Look, uh, Marquise, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a shocking situation that we're in. But uh, I know that there's been uh, big military troop movements down south of uh, Western Australia, and uh, there's also a massive troop movement up in the Northern Territory. Now, whether they're over here for a good thing or uh, or anything else untoward uh, I'm not quite sure as yet uh, but as far as uh, the child trafficking was or is concerned there's been quite a few dumbs uh, down south and uh, up in the uh, the gold fields and also in the Pilbara which is the iron ore country uh, so whether the military are going in there doing covert operations and blowing these dumbs up, etc. There's been a lot uh, around South Australia, even through Victoria, uh, New South Wales, and Queensland. And for those who don't so, know what what dumbs are, those are called uh, deep underground military bunkers, if I'm not mistaken. And that is that's correct. And what happens is is that these facilities are created in part as uh, research. If anybody has ever seen. Oh gosh, what what was the name of that movie? I, I can't even think of it. But either way, it's it, it's a movie and a video game that takes place about 
I guess, a mile underground. And so they, they'll have these research facilities down there. So if there's yeah. something that wants to escape, they would just seal it off. They'll destroy the whole place. That's right. And then All of that uh, is also uh, being put down to uh, child trafficking, etc. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot about yeah. child trafficking. The, the movie I was yeah. thinking about is, is called Resident Evil. And that's, yeah, and that's when they're down there doing some testing. I'm talking gene splicing is just the, just the tip of the iceberg. So, um, that's right. I mean, so in you saying that uh, a lot of these movies in the past are quite a few, uh, a lot of what's uh, been portrayed has come to fruition today. Isn't that now that's interesting. That's really interesting. Mm. Because, and for some reason, the powers that be have to tell the population what they're doing before they do it. And for, for some reason, if, if people are actually watching, more times than not, it'll come out in a Hollywood movie. As of late, things have just kind of, it, it has to happen a little quicker and everybody was able to catch it. There, or people now are catching it before it happens. And uh, I guess we're just waiting for the event. But what what comes to mind was 9-11 of how uh, we we here in the United States, we had the, it's called the Project for the New American Century, where they called for a, a new or a new Pearl Harbor event. I think six months later, that happened. And what's crazy that people don't, people seem to forget is, on the day of 9-11, the United States was going through that same exact scenario, training with the military yeah. and the like. And people, people, don't, people don't remember that because whenever we go through the remembrance of 9-11, the, the media only paints the narrative of, oh, terrorists hit the, hit the World Trade Center building and uh, people yeah. lives were lost and blah, blah, blah. And they don't even yeah. tell you the whole, the whole story. No, they don't. They don't. No, so, don't. and even in in England, I believe on eleven eleven, it was the same kind of scenario. And I think that's where they had the subway bombing. It was the same okay, kind okay. of situation. And yep. for some reason, yeah. they have to put this stuff out and give it to us before it actually happens. So, and even with this scenario with COVID, it's it's in the it's in the cards, as they say. I mean, there was supposed to be some sort of takeover. Um, I think the next thing is probably something coming in from outer space to either hit the planet, in which we've seen that. The next thing, too, that I've read somewhere is uh, the whole UFO thing. Um, and that's yes. kind of been building up over over years, over time. And also with that, we, we've heard about what is it called? Blue beam technology that can yeah. that can literally fake the second coming of Christ. You know what I'm saying? So. Yes. We have all of that stuff seemingly on its way that we have to pay attention to because uh, the water is muddy and we are swimming. Yeah, and we are swimming in it. We are swimming in it. So, Well, I mean, unfortunately, uh, we have uh, all mainstream media are owned uh, by the wealthy elites. They, They control the mainstream media, so... Everyone is on a, uh, a talk sheet. They're told exactly what to say. And, of course, they say it because it's their job, it's their income. But the, the mainstream media are the biggest fear mongers that we have in society today. Mm. 
And, uh, you know, it's like going back. Australia is an island. It's, it's a massive man mass, uh, land mass. And, you know, Canberra, Parliament House. Canberra is a free state. And Parliament House was uh, built for the purpose of being the new office for the uh, World Health Organization, yeah. uh, the WEF, NATO, and subsequently, the reason why is because Australia was easier to contain uh, as as a, uh, a ruling country over the rest of the world uh, because we, we we have no other uh, we well, have no other border right of other countries. So you know this has been in the making for a long long time and. Even my father, I can remember back in the in the sixties when we were sitting out in the paddock on the farm, and uh, you know we'd talk a bit of politics and a bit of sport and whatnot. And he would say, "Boys, be very careful with the future because we have thirteen very powerful families that control the world, and make sure that whatever you do, that they do never ever control you." Mm. We used to thought that he was a loony, but by yeah. Christ, I tell you what, a lot of what he said is very, very true. So these powerful people, Marcus, they they have nothing better to do anymore than create anarchy, and and you know, I mean, so they they want what seventy percent of the the world population to uh, to be gone. I mean, it's even like the uh, the vegetable growing now. We we were told that we cannot grow vegetables in our own yard. You know what? They are trying to do that here in the United States to where they're trying to... When when we were going through this whole COVID debacle, seeds were not primary. Like, like they would tell you... They would try to cordon off a store and say, hey, only buy essential goods. And so yeah. seeds were non-essential. So in some states, seeds could not be purchased in the store. Wow. Mind you, you wow. could probably order it online. But in certain stores, I think some of this was in the north northeast, you could not buy seeds in the store. And I'm thinking that's a complete setup. So, when, you know, when you said that, obviously they are trying to control food. They're doing it here because I don't know if, if, if you notice this or not, but a lot of production of food production plants have gone up in smoke over the last year and a half. Yeah, I, I heard something like around about uh, 70, 72, 73. Actually, it's more than that. The whole of the U.S. It's it's about a, it's about one hundred, maybe one hundred and twenty by now. But how I picked up on this was yeah. here in Indianapolis, the city where yeah. I live in. We have a Walmart distribution center, one of you know a very large facility, like the size of the size of three football fields. And that yep. thing went up in smoke. And yep. and you would think that they would be able to get that under control because well, it's, so. it's, yes. it's a but it's it's a warehouse. Right. They would they should have been able to get that under control with all the automated sprinkler systems and blah, blah, blah. But you know, just got, uh, sprinkler systems. Yes. Yeah. But the yeah. entire building got burned down and you you wow. you and, and then too. The fire department that went up in there, they ended up cutting the wrong section off, or yep. or it was it was some it was some foolishness going on that aided the whole building going down, and that my friend, 
got my attention because there is no way that it's it's 2022 and that is a relatively modern building i could see if it was an old beat-up warehouse in the in a smoke district but no yeah. this is this is a big giant warehouse freshly built with new technology there is no way no excuse for a facility that large to burn down in its entirety and they were talking about it on the news talking about you could see the smoke from space if i burned a, a football field you know, three football yeah. fields. Of course, you'll be able to see it from space. It should have never I burned did. down. Yeah, I did see that. Yes. Yeah, it yes. shouldn't. It shouldn't have never burned down. Yeah, but they never said it was in Indianapolis anyway. So, but yeah, they just said in in America. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the same as our power plant over in New South Wales. Mm -hmm. As soon as they started talking about uh, uh, the power. Uh, uh, regarding uh, green, uh, going green with uh, wind turbines and and uh, solar panels, and they, they 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 burnt this power station down over in New South Wales. Yeah, and uh, uh, I think it was a couple of days later, the premier over here he said uh, that he's shutting down the the power station down south. Which is a coal fired power station. And, of course, uh, is a coal fired uh, power. Of course, it's coal. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've worked there as an engineer, and, and it, uh, we we had no problem as say that the system of burning coal and and the uh, the way that they they treated the the uh, the smoke that came out of it, it went through so many processes where we ended up getting good fly ash, which they put into cement, and. Uh, you know, pollution was was near on zilch, mm -hmm. and and they're saying, oh yeah, you know, it spews out this and spews out that. What a load of garbage! I mean, you know, these these people wouldn't know. I'll put it bluntly: shit from clay. <laughs> look, I'm, look, I'm, look, I'm gonna tell you like this. He, he, even here, I believe uh, what I'm thinking of. There's a coal plant in in Virginia somewhere um, near Richmond, yeah. Virginia. Where they did everything you said, like they had the scrubbers on, you know, yeah. in the factory, so that the air that's actually coming out of the stacks, you could literally sit there all day, and you will not get any issue. You and you have more, you have more more toxins coming out of a smoker's mouth than you did this than you did the stacks. One car could one car could sit at the drive through for five minutes and put more toxins in the air than a coal-fired plant all day. Totally agree. And totally agree. I mean, I've, I've, I've designed the scrubbers myself many, many years ago, so I know what you're saying. I know where you're coming from. Yeah. But these, uh, these illiterate imbeciles that we have here, <laughs> how they got their positions, I have no idea. I really don't. I mean, look, Marquise, I was asked back in 1978, 79 uh, to become a politician. I just finished university and uh, I uh, they hounded me for about six months. And uh, anyway, I, I, I reneged because it was, A, it was for the wrong party. And uh, as I said to uh, this friend of mine, he was, he was part of the political uh, arena. Yeah. I said, you know what, Bob? I said, at the end of the day, be a politician is good as long as you do the right thing. Mm. I said, but unfortunately, most if not all politicians are 
dead set keen for three years. After that, you know, they they, they lose their honesty and they become dishonest. Yep. So thank you, but no thanks. <laughs> and that, that was it, you know. And I, and I said to my wife the other day, I said, you know what, I wished if I had taken it on and I would stay honest and, uh, you know, I'd be retired now on, 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 a, on a multi-million dollar benefit. That's right. <laughs> not, not on me. <laughs> but anyway, I still work for the government because they pay me fortnightly, so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's, uh, that's just the way the, uh, you know, it's just unfortunate. You know, a lot of people, they just tend to roll the wrong way. Yes. They don't, they don't think things through. They don't. They don't research anything. They, uh, they, they just listen to bullshit. Well, not only that, to add to that, they are they themselves are subject to their own propaganda. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, in yeah, other they words... Say, they, say it enough, they say it enough times, they believe it. I, I was going to say, I was going to say, so they, they believe their own crap. So, yes, indeed. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. indeed. Well, Rob, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna wrap it up right here, my friend. And um, okay, mate, well, it was wonderful uh, speaking with you again. It's been quite some time. Yes. And uh, I uh, wish you and the family all the best, and uh, hopefully all goes well for you, citizens of the USA, and uh, that we can uh, get out of this uh, this mantra that they're trying to push us into. Rob, I appreciate it, my friend. Say hello to the missus for me, and uh, you be safe out there. And you too, take care and God bless. All right, brother.